Hey everybody, uh, Dr. Rick Wallace here. Hope everybody is having an unbelievable week. For those of you um, in the U.S. who are looking forward to Thanksgiving holidays and spending time with family, uh, those abroad who may be doing other things, I hope and wish you the best during this holiday season. And I hope that you really truly get to enjoy family and friends. Look, I am excited about what we're doing here uh, at Rick Wallace Enterprises, which includes the Visionetics Institute, Myriad Business Solutions, Master Fitness 21, the Odyssey Project, Odyssey Media Group, and a couple of other entities. And I'm really excited about it. It's a lot of work that has gone on over the last few years. It has been uh, extremely challenging. The goal has been to expand our reach and we are winding down this year going into 2022 with a clear vision and great momentum uh it has definitely been hard work a work in progress still a lot to be done <clears throat> but i'm excited about it and i want to get everybody else excited about what's possible i want to get everybody prepared and building momentum moving into 2022 you know me my concept and way of thinking is not to move into transitional periods in our lives standing still. I don't believe that you go into a new year, which is a transitional uh, event. I don't think you go into a new year uh, and then prepare and implement new year resolutions. That's why they fail horribly most of the time is because you're going into something with the same mindset, with the same behavior, with the same practices and habits. And you think you're going to change them just because it's a New Year's resolution. Uh, we live our lives based on our thinking. Our subconscious thoughts govern our behavior, our decision making, how we practice and move. That is a practice of development and a process of change that requires movement. So if I want 2022 to be great, I have to start in 2021. And so that's the thing that I want to talk to you about uh, in, in different areas as we move to close out this year. It's going to be how you move into 2021. I mean, 2022. How do you take uh, where you're at right now and aim it to where you want to go and then take action? So that's what we're going to be doing for the remainder of this year is looking at different ways you need to change, different things you need to focus on, different things that have been holding you back that you do not want to carry into 2022. Now, we are uh, looking at what, what are we talking about today? Oh, man, one of my favorites, one of my favorites. What do you do when you feel God is a million miles away and, and, and um, you feel distant and you, you, you start to become apprehensive and you experience trepidation and you going through a process that is normally uh, encapsulated in fear, anxiety, and worry because God is a million miles away. He doesn't seem present in the things you're going through. And this isn't any particular religion I'm talking to. I'm talking about people who really and truly uh, have relationships with God or desire authentic relationships with God, because so many of our religious concepts are what put us in places of fear. And I'm going to kind of get into that without really getting into that in the way that I handle and talk to you in this conversation today. So what happens? Well, first of all, there are these erroneous ideas of 
who and where God is. And so when we have these erroneous ideas of who or what God is, we tend to get an idea that sometimes when we can't sense God, when we can't feel God, or when there's just se- that seems to be this heavy uh, hit of despair and darkness that somehow God isn't near. God is a million miles away. God is distracted. God is distant. God is aloof. God isn't helping me deal with what's going on now. Well, the very next response to this erroneous thought, because the truth is God is never absent. God is always present. God is in everything that you encounter. God is in the midst of every moment. God is in you. And so you've got to understand that. But because if you're thinking and because of this, it's easy to say God can't be in this. So you immediately put God somewhere else and you immediately start to experience what? Anxiety, worry, fear, fear. And then so you say, do you realize that um 90% of doctors' visits to general practitioners uh, is indirectly or directly related to stress. 90% uh, is stress-related. A large amount of the illnesses we experience, and I learned this when I started to study epigenetics and its influence on cancer, its influence on trauma, its influence on the proclivity to be traumatized, and so much more. I, I learned just how powerful the force of strain, stress, and worry is, how it has a tendency to upregulate disease genes, that you become more uh, prone to diabetes, heart disease, and even cancer based on the level of stress you're experiencing in your environment. Do you realize that we're literally worrying ourselves to death? 90% of visits to general practitioners are, is, are, are directly or indirectly related to stress and strength. I want to talk to you about this whole idea about worrying and uh, stressing. What what is the biggest fear? You know, obviously, people fear death. People fear death, and people fear death for a bunch of reasons. And I'm hopefully going to eliminate a lot of that fear without really talking about death here. Let's talk about another big fear. Another big fear is the fear of failure. We're told over and over again, failure is not an option. Well, failure is a reality. If you experience life, especially if you're going after something great, if you're going after something extraordinary, if you're going after something exceptional and phenomenal, you're going to experience failure. It is simply going to happen. You can't aim high and always hit. You can't. And number one is if you're always hitting your mark, you're not aiming high enough. If you're always reaching your goals at the allotted time, you're not stretching yourself. you got to learn how to stretch yourself. Something that my mentor told me. Early in life, when I was really, truly preparing to go out and do things in life and I was excited and he would watch me and he would say, you're going to be remarkable with the impact you're going to leave on this world because you fell forward. And all I had heard as an athlete is failure is not an option. All I heard is, you know, going out in life is adults telling me failure is not an option. Don't accept failure. And he was telling me I was going to fail forward. And because of that, I was going to be successful. So I said, what do you mean? He says, you set your goal so high, so astronomically high that you can't possibly hit them in the time frame that you've set. You're, it's not that the goal is underrealistic, but it's the urgency that you place on the goal with the time frame that you put on it that makes it almost impossible. And then you go out and you go after it with everything you have because it's urgent. And you wake up every day with this urgency, not not stress, not worry, but a sense of I got to get up and make it happen. I don't have time to play. You you give every moment meaning with this urgency and then you go out. You don't get there 
because you sit it so, so high with such little time. But what you do is you get every inch out of every moment because you know you wake up every day and you go. So you don't get it, but you get so far because you're striving to get to that unbelievable goal. You get so far. And so you don't leave anything on the table. So every day you're maxing out and that is what's going to make you great. And so let me tell you something. Failure is inevitable. It's going to happen. It's how you view failure. It's how you approach failure. It's how you deal with failure. One of the things you got to stop doing is stop labeling yourself as a failure. Let me explain something to you. Failure is not a person. Failure is an event. Failure is something that happens. It's not a person. You are not a failure. You may have failed, but you're not a failure. Stop applying that term to your identity. Successful people fail all the time. They fail their way to success. They are stretching themselves and moving themselves in a way that that most people don't even try. Most people don't, because most people are afraid to fail, so they stay in this little safe space and they never experience any real traumatic or devastating failure because they're not trying. They're not trying. You can't fail if you don't try. So that's just I'm just gonna show up and do everything at work and 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 hope nobody notices. X, Y, Z, and I, I'm going to show up. I'm going to do this. I'm not going to cause any trouble. I'm not going to challenge myself. I'm not going to stretch myself. I'm not going to put myself in a position to where I am failing. And so I don't do anything of any significance. And I wonder why I never fail, but I feel miserable. I never fail, but I feel unfulfilled. I never fail, but I don't have a sense of achievement. Why? Because you're not reaching. You weren't designed to respond to life that way. You weren't designed to live in life way. That is something inside of you that's telling you this isn't it, but you won't respond to it because of fear. That's the first thing. Stop declaring yourself to be fair. Let me tell you something. Guard your self-talk. Why? Because your self-talk is the program that the supercomputer you have inside of your head is running. You're literally programming yourself with your self-talk, programming yourself with the things you entertain and listen to, the things that you watch on screen, the things. But that self-talk, why is it so powerful? Number one is the subconscious hears it. But number two is it's you saying it. If you are saying it about yourself, it has to be true. The subconscious is taking it and giving it a great deal of gravity. And that's the program you're running. You're saying I'm a failure. So the, 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 the program is saying, hey, we can't do nothing right. You're saying I, I, I'm not going to succeed. So the subconscious is saying, why even try? 96% of your behavior from your thinking to your decision making to your physical moves and everything is dictated by your subconscious. If you're feeding your subconscious negative things, guess what's happening? Your subconscious is perpetuating it in your thoughts, perpetuating it in your habits, perpetuating it in your overall behavior, and you're getting the results of your behavior. You're getting the results of your habits. You're getting the results of your thinking. What I want you to do instead of focusing on what you fear, instead of focusing on what might go wrong, this is what I want you to do. I want you to declare all-out war on your suffering, all-out war on poverty, all-out war on relational dysfunction, all-out war on misery and dissatisfaction. I want you to declare it right now. Right now, as of this moment, I declare I will no longer tolerate the things that do not bring me joy, the things that do not bring me fulfillment, the things do not that do not elevate me to the position where I'm operating at the level of my design. I am no longer going to walk in the in the light of mediocrity. I'm no longer going to move around and be anything less than what I was designed to be. I am waging war on everything in my life that does not represent what I know I should be in this world. 
I'm doing it today. I'm declaring it today. And every action and thought that I embrace and move in from this point forward would be with that in mind. That's what I want you to do. Start waging war on the things that bring you fear. Wage war on the things that bring you misery. Wage war on the things that attack your joy. You have a responsibility to be actively engaged in the life that you live. It's your life. Here's another thing. You're going to get knocked down. This idea that you can move through life and circumvent the struggles and the vicissitudes and the hardships and the pain and the heartbreak is, is, is absolutely absurd and ridiculous. But you got people trying every day. I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to. Do. So you never love because you don't want to get hurt. You never start a business because you don't want to fail. You never. I mean, just constantly avoiding anything that might bring you just the slightest bit of discomfort, pain or disappointment. So you move through life and you play safe and you still end up in a place of darkness, a place of emptiness, a place of despair, because you weren't meant to live like that. It wasn't never about your safety and, and playing it safe. It was always about reaching and striving and growing and becoming. And that's it. You can't have anything you want without becoming the person capable of producing it. It's not about what you want. It's about who you are. You're going to have to change who you are if you want to change your situation. So let me tell you something. It doesn't matter how many times you fall down. It doesn't. It, it, it might even be redundant. Some people might look at like, that. They go again. They try. They, they, but, but, but what what you want people to say about you? You don't care that they are observing how many times you follow. As long as they follow up, and damn, he just keeps getting back up. She just keeps getting back up. Let me tell you something. It doesn't matter how many times you follow. What matters is is it, it doesn't matter how how many times you follow. As long as it's one less, just one less than the times you get up and try again. See if. You get up and try again that last time, and that's the time that you get the breakthrough. You get up and try again. That's the time you overcome the things that have held you back. When you get up and try again, that's the one that works. That's the time you find the person who knows how to love you the way you love them. That's never, ever sit up and be so consumed with the, the, the fact that you failed that you refuse to get up. When you refuse to get up, that's saying, I, I accept defeat. I can acknowledge their failure, but I will not accept defeat. I can acknowledge that I didn't get it done, but I will not accept defeat. I am going to overcome. I am going to win. If I have to get back up and try it again, I will. I keep telling you over and over again, the things that I've accomplished in this life is not because I walk smoothly through it. It's because I refuse to lay down after I got knocked down. I got up, dusted myself out, squared my shoulders. Like, whoa, that was a good one. And then I kept moving. I had people over on the sidelines that were literally wishing and praying for my demise. For whatever reason, it was in their hearts. They didn't want me to succeed. They were over there applauding every time I tripped, every time I failed, every time I got pushed back. There were people applauding. Y'all call them haters. I call them motivators. I call them the people that I look at and say, just because of you, I'm going to win. You're going to fall. Get up. And then I'm going to give you this bonus. And I'll actually be done. I told you we're going to be long today. I'll give you this bonus. Start building and cultivating relationships with people who want to see you win. 
Make connections with people who will fan your flames. Build a circle around you that is positive, a circle around you that you can be fed and nurtured, a circle around you that will reciprocate the positive energy that you are uh, exuding and putting out, something that will promote you and encourage you and inspire you to build. You got a lot of naysayers in your ear right now. You got a lot of people who want to consistently remind you of who you used to be and why you shouldn't be able to believe that you can do what you're talking about doing. Remember, you didn't do this when you were this age. Remember, you tried when you were that. Remember, shouldn't you just be worrying about Get rid of those people. Some of them are people you love. Some of them are people who share genetics. But you've got to build a circle that's designed to win. That's the beautiful thing about this life is that I'm born into a situation that I don't have to hold on to. I'm born into a situation with family and friends that are going to be my immediate circle. They're going to be immediate influences in my life, but I don't have to keep them. I can make up in my mind that there's something better out there. I can make up in my mind that I'm going to choose the 10 people that I spend the most time around very carefully because they're going to have a massive impact on what happens in my life. Look, there are two things I want you to take with you today. The first thing is you need to learn how to deal with that anxiety, that worry, that stress. It's paralyzing. Fear is paralyzing you. The worry and the anxiety that comes along with the fear is paralyzing you. You're going to have to find a way to overcome that. That's not an easy thing to do because fear can be crippling. If you're struggling with fear, seriously, seriously, if you're struggling with fear at a level, level that you know it's impeding your ability to progress in life and live a life of fulfillment uh, and, 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 and whatever that is. It's so, life is so much more than money. But whatever it is for you that's fulfilling that you consider a part of success, to me, the biggest part of my success is my relationship with my family. And obviously that starts with my wife. And yes, I, I need money to be able to do the things I want to with my family. But long before I get to money, I'm dealing with relationships and, and joy and, and what kind of joy I'm bringing to people, what kind of joy they're bringing to me and fulfillment. But you can't have things blocking you. Let me tell you something. If you are dealing with fear at that level, email me. The email address is in the description box. Email me directly. This isn't going to go to the support team. This isn't going to go through no filter. This isn't going to go into the autoresponder. None of that. It's coming directly to my inbox and the person that responds to it will be me and we'll get together and I'll show you how I can help you overcome fear. This is a one-on-one -on -one thing. Email me. Number two, like I said, we're in the midst of moving into 22 and we're preparing people to move into 2022. And we want you to go into 2022 with a complete mindset that will change things, that will put you in the proper mindset and have you headed in the direction before you even get to 2022. Don't try to make that change from a dead stop once the first of uh, January hits. I'm telling you, that's why our uh, New Year's resolutions don't make it. That's why you got 100,000 people in the gym on January the 2nd and you got this back to the same 50 by by April, March and April. You've got to build some momentum. You got to change your thinking. You can go in there on emotion and that emotion will carry you for a while. You can go in there in the excitement of the possibility and it'll carry for a while, but you got to have some habits that, that maintain and sustain the behaviors that you want. You're, you're getting the results of your habitual living and your habitual thinking, your habitual values. You got to do that. 
what we have right now, what we're going through is a 30 day challenge, 30 day transformation challenge. It's, it's, it's 30 days transformation. Uh, everything from uh, transforming your body, uh, transforming your mind, transforming your finances, transforming relationships. All of this is going to be covered uh, for and we're going to find the things that are going to be most fulfilling in you. And those are the things we're going to work on transforming. Look, if you want to be a part of that, the link is in there. Click that link enrolled in this course i guarantee you it's value packed full of energy and i'm directly involved and you better get ready to get excited because i get real excited around this time of the year my energy level goes through the roof i stay energized but when it gets this time of the year because i know what's possible when you cross into a transition period and you have an idea of what you're doing, where you're going, how you're going to do it before you get there. So you move in and you move into that area. You breathe new air with an identity already in place. So definitely sign up for that. So I look forward to hearing from you either way. But let's move into 2022 with our minds clear, with our minds centered, with a new way of thinking, a new focus and new habits that sustain and uh, substantiate the things we claim we want for our lives. You can't claim it if you're not making moves to have it. It don't work that way. On that note, I'm out of here, you guys. As I always say, I live my life on full. So that when I leave this place, I die on E. I challenge you to do the same thing. On that note, I'm out of here. Thank you.